Hey everybody, hopefully you're enjoying the day just stuck in your house. We're stuck in our house like everybody else. So thought I'd bring Heather on to our session this morning uh, since that'll just up the quality level by just having her here. So I'm glad she's here. You want to say? <laughs> Good morning. <laughs> We've been in the midst of a resilience series and I'm not going to talk about resilience so much today, a little bit about another characteristic of resilience that we haven't covered that I didn't plan to cover um, in the series, but we're kind of leaving the Joseph story this morning. Uh, but I wanted to kind of review where we're at in the series. I thought that would be good. One is that if you remember, we've learned what this is what we've learned so far about re resilience. If you remember week one, we talked about broken crayons still color, that no matter what has happened to us, we're not beyond redemption. We God can still use us, that we still praise God in the pit of despair. Um, that's part of resilience is to learn to praise God when we're in the pit and to, to continue to color for God, to continue to be used by God. We also, week two, we talked about remembering God's faithfulness when, um, when things aren't going right, when adversity hits. Just remember the times when God has been faithful to you. And many of you shared stories about God's faithfulness in your life with me. It was awesome. And then week three, we talked about seeing obstacles as challenges, not hindrances. Um, and that whenever people of resilience look at an obstacle and they say, okay, this is a challenge. This is something that I got to work through. This is something I got to get through. This is not the end of my story. And then, um, and then week four, we talked about learning to trust in God's timing because uh, a lot of times we want to rush things. And resilient people just wait and are patient with God's timing. And so those are the things we've been talking about resilience. Next week, uh, when we come back to church, uh, we're going to talk about forgiveness, that resilient people forgive, and we're going to unpack what that looks like. So I know that's something that we're commanded to do and we struggle to do. So we'll talk about that. But today, I thought we'd just talk about another aspect of resilience that the Joseph story doesn't look at, but we're going to look at today. And I would add this to, the, to being resilient. And that is that we need to rest, restore, renew. That there are times we get tired facing the challenges, we get tired facing the adversity, we get frustrated. And there are sometimes we just need to be still to rest. And uh, snow it has a way of making that happen for us, right? You know, everything just kind of shuts down. The whole world kind of goes on pause. Um, but also in that stopping, uh, it's kind of like God's way of slowing us down. And, um, and I think that's a, actually a good thing for us, um, at times. And, you know, as we were out walking yesterday, the dog and who's over in the corner, I don't know if you can hear, she's going a little nuts because we're in here and she's over there, but we're out walking the dog and we're walking back home. And this young woman is on the sidewalk and she just stops and starts talking to us. Like, that never happens like on a normal day. Uh, she just starts talking to us. She was on her way back from Starbucks. We had a conversation about the dog, about her, you know, who she was and a little, just a little conversation, but she was just happy to stop and have a conversation. That doesn't happen when we're busy. That doesn't happen when we're in a rush. That doesn't happen uh, every day because we're so consumed with other things. And I feel like God's, you know, when we slow down, when we, everything goes on pause, like a snowstorm, what it does is it opens up room for a relationship with God, uh, with other people. And really, that's what Sunday is about. That's what Sabbath is about, about opening ourselves up to our relationship to God 
and our relationship to other people. And that's why we gather typically on Sunday morning. So uh, let's jump into a well-known psalm today, which is a psalm of rest. Uh, and, uh, and you're going to hear that. It's a psalm that you know. We're actually going to read it in the King James Version. We're going old school today. Uh, and then we're going to read it again in a different version. But I want you just to listen to the King James Version of this well-known psalm that you probably have heard before. If you haven't, this is the first time you're hearing it. This is the way I learned it. This is the version I learned it in. Many of us learned to memorize this psalm. It's the Shepherd's Psalm. It's called Psalm 23. So I've asked Heather uh, to read it for us. Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me to lie down in green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restoreth my soul. He leadeth me in paths of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for thou art with me. Thy rod and thy staff, they comfort me. Thou preparest a table before me in the presence of my enemies. Thou anointest my head with oil. My cup runneth over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So, <clears throat> what did you hear in the psalm that time? What did you hear um, jump out at you? Just take a minute and just think about what God might have said to you through that psalm. And if you got somebody beside you, like a wife or a brother, sister, family member, spouse, um, maybe talk to them about it. Like, So what did you hear? Um, so I just heard about, for me, it was the presence of God always being with us, no matter mm -hmm. whether we're walking through a dark valley, um, whether we need calm, that no matter what, whatever part that is, that he's taking care of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, good. So we're going to read it again. I want you to listen again. We're going to show you, come up with a different version this time, and we're going to read it in the message version, but I want you to listen for the difference here in, in, uh, in what you're seeing and hearing today. So I want you to take a look at this. Let's go ahead and read this together. God, my shepherd, I don't need a thing. You have bedded me down in lush meadows. You find me quiet pools to drink from. True to your word, you let me catch my breath and send me in the right direction. Even when the way goes through Death Valley, I am not afraid. When you walk beside me, you are my, your trusty shepherd's crook makes me feel secure. You serve me a six-course dinner right in front of my enemies. You revive my drooping head. My cup brims with blessing. Your beauty and love chase after me every day of my life. I'm back home in the house of God for the rest of my life. All right, cool. So what did you hear that time? What did you hear uh, God say that time you heard it? And you notice that uh, Eugene Peterson said it totally differently than we memorize it, right? So what jumped out at you? So what jumped out at you that time? So 
so, well, we talked a little bit about this last night. Um, the He talked about beauty and love chasing after us. Yeah, beauty and love chasing after us, which I thought was, um, that was a thing that we both read it independently, and then we said that's what jumped out to both of us, this idea that God's beauty and love, goodness and mercy is King James Version, but today in the message version it says beauty and love, and I was thinking, how does beauty chase after us, you know? I mean, other than my wife, she's always chasing me. Um, but well, how does beauty chase after us? And I thought uh, yesterday when we were out again, we went out to Discovery Park, we were walking around and everybody was slowing down and pulling out their phones and taking pictures of just everything covered in snow. It was like just the beauty of God's creation was showing up and people were like, in all of it like they were just like pausing and instead of taking selfies of themselves they were taking pictures of God right God's beauty chasing after them and I thought about that every time we go to the mountains every time we go out and get away what we're doing is we're we're letting God's beauty chase after us we're we're letting God's goodness into our lives and and really the Hebrew here, it, it means pleasant to the eyes or pleasant to the senses. So whenever you see something that's pleasant to the senses, like the beauty of snow, a snowstorm, or uh, the beauty of creation, what's happening is God's beauty is chasing after you. God's beauty is following you. And I think about that, if that's what God, God's beauty, as well as God's love for you, you know, is always chasing after you, following you. It's not like you're a fugitive trying to get away from it or God's like this creeper, but that really what it is is that God's presence is always with us. God's love is always with us. God's mercy is always with us. God's beauty is always around us somewhere, some way. The question is, do we slow down enough? Do we pause enough to experience it? And maybe today is an opportunity for you to experience it. Maybe today is a a day to slow down, to pause, and say, this is beauty, right? This is God's love for us, for me, and to know that and to experience that, that God's always with you, that God's presence never leaves you, um, even in the pit, even in the despair, even in the adversity, um, no matter what's going on, God does not forget you, abandon you, leave you. God's love and beauty is always chasing after you. So I hope you know that today. I hope you get to spend some time in God's beauty today. Hopefully you got out yesterday if you didn't, or if you can't, just look out the window and see God's beauty and just have gratitude and appreciation for, for the, the pause, for the snow, because there's more coming. And so uh, we're going to pause again a couple times this week, but I thought we'd just pray today and uh, just give thanks for God's beauty. Um, you want to pray? You want me to pray? Okay. All right. Heather's going to pray. Thank you. God, we are so thankful. I am so thankful for the beauty of snow, for the pause. Um, God, I thank you that you give us rest. Um, I thank you that you give us um, exactly what we need when we need it, God. I pray that you would help us to um, listen to your spirit, um, that as things have slowed down for us a little bit here, um, that we would just take that time to listen to how um, you want to work within us and how we can um, 
be a light to those around us, how we can share your beauty and love with those that don't yet know it. We thank you for your love and your patience and for um, all the ways that you walk with us each day. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen.